Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 29. Today, we're going to be talking with filmmaker Matt Trappy via Google Hangouts, and it's an early contest alert. Since Matt is a filmmaker, we're asking you, if there was a film about Trail Manners, what would the name of the title be? That's right, a chance to win. Check out our show notes. You'll get more information there, but we hope everybody participates via Facebook. So if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. Welcome to the Trail Manners podcast. We are back on Google Hangouts. Uh, We've got Joel here. Hey. And uh, we have a special guest today. Our, we always say that. And this is, this, I mean, listen to this. So this guy is a photographer, filmmaker, producer, director, runner, husband, dad, and rumor has it, he's a pretty all-around good guy. <laughs> so who is it? So rumor today we are going to be talking, well, it's a rumor, right? Rumor. So today we're going to be talking rumor. with, with uh, Matt Trappy out of Colorado. Matt, thanks for taking the time to join us here for uh, the Trail Manners podcast. Yeah, you bet, guys. Thanks for having me. So, uh, and we, we, we discussed this before the show started, but me and Joel today are having some Sam Adams Nitro IP rolling for us. So, Yum. so uh, cheers to a good show. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> so let's just dive right into this, all right? Yep. So, how did you get into like your your photography and your videos and and your you know your filmmaking? How did that roll about? Um, I started. It was probably started in in grad school almost for me. I was in business school and spent uh, a couple semesters of that, basically half the time in Europe traveling. And um, school was very secondary to just an opportunity to see the world without a lot of obligations. And um, <laughs> I, I took I took a ton of pictures. I just traveled everywhere with a camera. Sometimes I could get people to go with me. Sometimes I couldn't, but I would just go places, um, hop on a plane or a train and just go somewhere with my camera and just wander and start shooting. And um, so that, I think, kind of sparked it a long time ago. And it wasn't really anything for years after that. Um, you know, got a job, worked in corporate America and, and did that for a while. Really kind of figured that out and, and what I thought of that. And then... Uh, decided to give something that was more of a passion, a shot. And uh, yeah, and here I am now. So that was probably, I think it was four or five years ago that I really kind of started this. Um, And then like two or three years ago, I really kind of jumped in full time. So you you kind of mentioned it there and that's something I'm really excited about because you said you wanted to find something you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, We've had this conversation before and I told you personally, you kind of inspired me 
to do something like this podcast because I wanted to do it for so long. I love it. I love um, it. But I was kind of, I was kind of, I was, uh, I had a chance to run with you in Silverton. Yeah. Um, a couple years ago, uh, my hard rock course, and we had some pretty good conversations kind of when we met. Yeah. Um, so that jumping all in, I think is, is awesome and scary at the same yeah. time. So talk real quick, uh, talk through the process, that decision. Cause you know, you're a family man, Yeah. Uh, that decision to go all in and kind of what finally just said, let's do this and let's give it a shot. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I was lucky in hindsight in that I got a little bit of a push because I, I worked at um, a couple different biotech startups, um, which was far more engaging for me because there was you know, maybe 20 or 30 of us really getting everything done at these small companies. But we kept getting acquired because we, we would do well. Um, so I went through two of those. And on the second one, then I was laid off after the acquisition, um, <clears throat> kind, of in a pretty, kind of in a pretty brutal way. Like, I mean, you don't, it's, it's super common for everyone from, you know, the, the small company that was acquired to then be laid off in favor of all the people at the larger company taking your, your role. Um, very common. But um, I, was, I was pretty new still. I'd only been there a handful of months. And um, my daughter was a week old when they laid me off. Oh. Oh, um, and, and I was pissed off about that. Um, and, I, and I couldn't go back. Like, I just couldn't do it. I did a couple of phone interviews with the other companies and, um, you know, was looking for a job more just as a knee jerk reaction. Cause it's just what you do. And, um, and was miserable. Like I hated it. I couldn't even talk to people on the phone in a phone interview. I'd get off the phone. I talked to the recruiter and I'd just be like, no, that guy was awful. I could never work for him. And I was, and, and, and it just wasn't like, it just wasn't happening. Um, so I, so that's why I say like, I got a little bit of, of a push. And at the time I was like, I was really angry about it. Um, but I think it, 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 it like motivated me. I was motivated to do this. Um, and so, yeah, in hindsight, I think it was a really good thing. So that was really what kind of gave me the push, but I didn't jump in completely full time. Um, that was when we moved out to Denver. Um, I worked part-time run specialty at runner's roost, um, kind of hedged my bets a little bit, um, as I got started for a while and then, uh, and then eventually jumped in full time. It's awesome. So you were from back yeah. East, right? I was, I grew up in Cleveland. Um, all this happened though. I mean, I lived in California and I lived in Chicago. So we were in Chicago before we moved out to, uh, the front range here. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So you had full support, right? Your, your, uh, one week, one week old daughter and your wife full support. Let's do this, huh? Uh, yeah, they were actually, my wife was fantastic. She, cause she yeah. saw how miserable I was. She was like, she just knew I, I couldn't go do that again, especially not right away. So there was definitely an opportunity. And then your first, I won't say your first, but I think when we got to know you and when you've kind of, yeah, you know, jumped in or, or got in is, was a Colorado trail. Um, yeah. Scott Jaime, you did a, a film documentary um, kind of about him and his FKT for the Colorado trail. How'd that come about? Right. That was, I mean, that was one of my first forays into video, like at all. Um, I had just been shooting stills um, and Scott and I, you know, knew each other from Colorado here and he told me about his, project he was going to do and um wanted me to document it for him because he knew it was going to be a pretty big deal and something he wanted to remember for his family and so i i just saw that as an opportunity to really learn video and jump into the film side of things so uh, i just ran with it and made about a 45 minute film out of it and brought on some sponsors to fund it and made dvds and put it out on the web and interviewed guys like eric for it 
And, um, and it, and it was, it, I mean, it was an incredible learning experience. I did everything myself from all the filming to all the editing, like everything, um, which I, I don't do now, but that was, that was the way I learned it. And, uh, kind of my first foray into that. So it was great. You know, it's a funny thing you mentioned that. Cause I was, uh, at the St. George marathon in November, uh, working a booth down there and a guy came up to me and we started chatting and just, he had this, Oh my God moment where he, he just looked at me. <laughs> And his eyes got really big and he says, you're that guy. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, I don't think so. You know? Yeah. And yeah. he, no lie, he recited four or five lines from that word for word. <laughs> no way. Kind of creeped me out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, that's pretty good. He's like, man, I watch that thing all the time. It's so inspiring. <laughs> so motivational. Oh, cool. uh, but it was kind of, it was just kind of funny because he was saying some of these lines and I had my wife and my daughter with me and they're looking like, are we going to get like attacked later or, you know, <laughs> that's a riot. So, I can't that was, that was all that itself in the, in the film. You know, I had the opportunity to come out to Colorado in the premiere uh, when that was yeah. launched and kind of see the, yeah. the, the stuff going on around that film. And that was, that was awesome. I mean, yeah, you did a great yeah. job with that. And I think I still watch it, you know, it's inspiring. So yeah. um, I know that one's great, but you have, a new one that just came out a new film or documentary or what do you want? What do you call it? What do you call it? I, I do. Um, I call it a film, but it's a documentary as you know, a subset of that. It's a documentary film. And it is called kissing called the rock. Kissing the rock. Yep. Nice. So how did this one come about? Um, so hard rock is near and dear to me. It's actually, I think the first race I ever shot photos at, which is, which is pretty wild. Um, I was super, super green and I drove out to Silverton in my 03 Honda Accord, which has no business on any roads in the San Juan, none whatsoever. And I, and I, I mean, I drove that thing up and down roads. I get, I get flat tires on these roads in my Xterra now. And I drove my Accord all over these roads. Um, so, I mean, that I think for me was a lot where I first started shooting photos at ultra trail races and, um, so the hard rock means a lot to me. I've been back every year since then, about five years now, I think. Um, so I was talking to Buzz Burrell um, from Ultimate Direction, and we were talking about making a great film about hard rock um, and the idea to include a little bit of the mining history and a few different characters. Um, there's no shortage of them at hard rock, extremely interesting people. Um, and just tell the story of, of what it's like at Hard Rock and, and, and the vibe there and not necessarily the race and who's winning and nothing like that because it's just not about that for anyone that's there. Um, so Buzz and I started talking about that probably, oh man, almost a year and a half ago probably now. Um, it was about a year from I think inception to when the film launched, pretty close to that. Um, and yeah, yeah, we brought in some other sponsors and um, I got a crew for this one. I had several people helping me film and an editor and uh, I had a composer who scored it motion graphics, um, really, really got a, a proper crew together. Um, you're based on a lot of things I learned from making Running the Edge. So um, yeah, and we, and, and we did it up and it's great. I'm really happy about it. Well, me and Jill had the opportunity to watch that and the storyline on that, the storytelling <laughs> component is awesome. Yeah, it is. Great. You know, the, the history of Silverton, I think, is pretty touching. The characters, as you mentioned, or the people you had, you know, Anna Frost, Billy Simpson, and Hans. Hans, yeah. Oh, man, what three, I mean, again, there's a ton of people, but there's what a, a great group. Yeah. I mean, Billy, 
mean, when he said it's like going from Bud Light to heroin. Yeah, that, that I, resonated with me big time. That was hilarious. Right? <laughs> it's so. true, though. It's true, though. You go to Hard Rock and yeah, it's 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 hardcore, man. It's for real. So how did you decide? Because it kind of focuses on those three we just mentioned primarily. Yeah. How did yeah. Was there a decision making process? I mean, how did you figure that these three are the ones you wanted to kind of capture in this uh, film? Um, I, I, so I knew pretty early on those were the three that I wanted, and, and luckily they all agreed to be a part of it. Um, they just bring different, completely different perspectives to it um, at different stages of their career. You know, um, Anna's a professional. She's really good. She was a favorite to win. We thought she might. We didn't know, but she ended up winning. Um, she's, it was her second 100-mile race ever. Um, and then, you know, Billy's was going for his 10th finish. Um, kind of gra grappling with that. And then, and Hans is kind of even further along. He's still trying to, to finish these things and trying to grapple with the idea of just being not old enough to, to do it anymore, despite having finished 140 of them. So um, just really interesting stories from different perspectives. And uh, I thought that would really tell the story well. Well, when you mentioned Hans, for those that don't know him, he's what, 75, right? 75, yeah. 75. Five years old, and and yeah. even though I'm gonna read just a quick little stack, because a lot, you know, there's some listeners out there that you know much about Hard Rock, and we'll get into it here. But yeah. uh, it, it basically is a hundred mile loop in the San Juan Mountains, start finish in Silverton. It goes through Uray, Telluride, uh, Sherman. Uh, they change directions every year. But it is a monster. Thirty four thousand feet of climbing. Yeah. Um, That's not just elevation change. Yeah, that is climbing. Yeah. yeah, and they're, you know, handies, 14,000 feet. You go over 13, um, how many times? Yeah, how seven. many, 13 times, how many times you go over 13? Seven times you're over 13,000 feet, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, for those that don't know, if, if you don't know, you need to learn about it, because it is, and Matt, you mentioned it earlier, and, and I've had the opportunity to go down with Scott Jaime and, and crew for him a little bit and hike with him for a couple miles at all. Um, but uh, the vibe down there, the yeah. way the town rallies the, the people that go down i mean it's it's unbelievable yeah yeah and there's there's no short like i said there's really no shortage of people that i could have included in that in the film to, to tell that story um there's just so many really interesting cool and genuine people um that are down there for that race that uh it, it really creates i think what makes it special more than more than the course and, and that's so beautiful and, and everything but people keep coming back because uh because of the company well what what was your goal for this film i mean what was your you know mission to make what did you want the the viewer to get from this i, I wanted to convey the the vibe and the feeling at, at hard rock i wanted to convey my experience there um what i think makes it special the people that i think make it special um and you know just in ultra running and really just in the outdoors in general that that's the that's what everyone looks for. That's what everyone loves. It's not necessarily the competition of it all. It's not a race and all in that regard. It's, it's the community around it. And um, I, I wanted to convey that. And what's been, I mean, I, I know from my standpoint and yeah. seeing the film, but what kind of been the overall, uh, you know, audience or what are, what are you hearing about it from people that you know, or, or don't know? Um, yeah, the, you know, I've had the opportunity to show it to people that didn't really know anything about it. And they, the people that ha didn't know anything about hard rock come up to me with all sorts of questions afterwards. 
and they're just completely <laughs> they're just completely fascinated by this right and someone like hans that's 75 years old done this 140 times since 1999 if you yeah. do the math on that and they they just cannot even wrap their head around this um but you know you also hear from people that that do go back every year and those people tell me that that you know, seem to really capture their experience and, and then the vibe there as well so that means a lot to me and and i think that's hard to do that's something that was on my mind while while we were creating it was how do you make this appeal to people that have never heard of hard rock but also please the people that that know it really well um and that that was a challenge for sure so when you talk about the challenges i mean you had a crew this time with you yeah. um, you had a composer you had all this other stuff but what yeah. what were the true challenges of capturing and getting the the footage and the information you wanted to convey i mean what challenges did you yeah. come across or, or have to go through um you know i i mean actually filming i don't I have done before. I mean, I've shot photos at, at Hard Rock for so many years. So I knew the course. I knew where I wanted to be. All of those logistics weren't really an issue. That you know, the weather is always an issue, but it's just kind of, it's kind of always just always an issue. It just is. Um, I think just figuring out how I wanted to tell the story early on, deciding on the characters, and um, just being terrified of not doing something justice that i think is so important to so many people that that was the biggest challenge is how do i how do i tell this story um and, and do it well so um yeah not so much the filming um maybe a little bit of that came across in editing then too you know weaving the story um versus what we were picturing but we were filming early on um but yeah just getting the story right is definitely the the scariest part so how far out did you start planning this story uh january February so, yeah seven months yeah months five months before the race yeah and then we started filming so I was in I was in Silverton in uh, June before Western States filming for a week with um, uh, Scott the the mining historian and author in the area so um, I filmed with him we shot it you know in the mills and the mines and um, then went to Western States and I came immediately back to Silverton and I was in Silverton for two weeks filming the whole way leading up to and including the race. What were you doing at Western? Uh, shooting photos. Yeah. For you know, a, photo, a photo project at Western. And so I got over there and did that and, and got back. Dang it, right? Yeah. No, it was okay. It was <laughs> all right. What, what, yeah, no, Western States is cool. It's fun to always get there. It's so different. Um, that'll be a project that I'm doing this year is uh, kind of on the two of those. Um, Western States and Hard Rock and how close they are together and how difficult they both are in different ways. So, um, no, I'm intrigued by Western as well. Well, well back on, on Kissing the Rock, you yep. it's what, 22 minutes long in length, Correct. right? Yep, yep. How many hours of footage did you have I, complete? I, I, you know, I don't even know. Like, just tons. I mean, you go through, and that's one of the first steps in editing is taking all of the footage that you have and organizing it. Um, so, so you can just find things as you go along in the editing process. Um, and that, that takes a bit of time, but you know, I don't even, I don't even know hundreds of hours probably. And it goes to 22 minutes, right? Yeah. 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 There's just, there's, there's just so much to edit. So, and you, and it's just a puzzle that you can never finish almost. You're just always moving things around and rearranging this and adding this and removing that. And so, yeah, a lot of juggling. Was there any parts that I would be maybe a favorite part or parts that didn't make the film that you liked that um, not maybe you didn't right. wish they were in there, but 
are kind of close to you? Is there something like that? There's, there's a story that Billy told and I, and I should, I should just cut this and just put it out. Cause it's really cool. There's a story that Billy told about the first time he came to hard rock. And I mean, he goes on in the story for 10 minutes. Like I couldn't <laughs> include it. It would have been like half of the film. Um, I, I wanted to so bad. I cut it down and tried to make it really concise to like try to fit it in, but it just, it just would have been too, too much of the, of the film. But, um, he just he talks about the first time he came and the and the the old timer guys that were running at the time and how hardcore they were and how they dragged him out one morning to go to go for a run up up some fourteeners to this day he doesn't even know which ones they were and how scared to death he was and how the the he had to wait with the dog the one guy's dog on one of the summits while the other guys scrambled this sketchy ridge over to the next peak. And he was too terrified to go. So he said, yeah, no worries, guys. I'll just hang here with the dog. I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's a pretty good story. He tells it way better than I do, which is why he's in the film and not me. But um, yeah, that, that, was a, that was a good one. That sounds like a, another, like, like a little like snippet. Yeah. I'd pay a p- couple bucks to see that. It was, yeah, it, it's really good. It's funny too. Like just the way Billy tells stories, like he makes you laugh and then he makes you kind of wonder and so it was it's good well you know in the film too i mean as much as you talk about the history of the town and and uh kind of, i mean the the scenery obviously is gorgeous yeah um, it's remarkable yeah. um but it's emotional yeah. you know it's 22 minutes long you know i, I watched this and there were times where i was inspired i wanted to go out and just run up the biggest peak i could find yeah um in my pjs um, and then, then the next moment, you know, where Hans talks about, you know, when yeah. he can't walk anymore and, you know, talking about Alzheimer's and yeah. it, it's emotional. And as a, not just a trail runner or an athlete, but as a human yeah. being, yeah. Um, I think people can relate to that. And yeah. uh, overall, I think that's just remarkable bringing yeah. that through the film. Yeah, it was. I mean, I was just really lucky that Hans, especially, I mean, and but Billy and Anna also, they opened up to me in, in the interviews and really, uh, you know, told me things and weren't afraid to shed a tear. And that, uh, that says a lot of, a lot about them. And so I'm really grateful for that because it does, it makes the story really impactful. Well, I think you, you do such a great job because again, I, you know, with uh, the Colorado trail, um, and as well as this one, you have funny moments where you, you know, you sit in the theater and you're sitting in the audience and people are just cracking up. And then there's an emotional part that comes up and you cannot hear, I mean, you can hear a pin drop. It gets so quiet because you can just, you can almost feel everybody connecting to the moment. Yeah. And yeah. that's not easy to do. I, I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that, but it, that's definitely a goal. I mean, I want there to be, you know, a lot of ups and downs um, in it. I mean, that's how these stories go. That's how people connect with them emotionally is, feeling all sorts of different emotions, good and bad throughout, throughout the film. And um, yeah, so I, I try to, I try to do that. I try to really convey the experience, you know, emotionally, a well-rounded, um, well-rounded story. So, yeah. And I'm going I'm to put you on the spot because I've been asked this multiple times. <laughs> okay. Why was it only 22 minutes long? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I, you know, I thought the length, I thought the length told the story pretty well. Um, I was, I, I was intended to make something in the 20, 25 minute range. It fits well in film festivals. Um, it's uh, I think for the distribution that we wanted to do, we're kind of doing this tour at, you know, especially run stores um, and it's paired with run clubs and they're kind of making a night of it. 
And um, I just think that that length fits a little bit better. I think when you start to get to 45 minutes, it's something that's, you know, a little bit more of a, of a dedicated event, maybe in the theater than part of a, I don't know, it's just part of a different type of event. So I, I think the shorter length um, goes pretty well, but I do hear from people that they wish it, they wish it was longer. So I guess that's a good thing then rather than telling me they wish it was shorter. That's a, that's a testament to you, right? I think so. Because yeah. when I got to the end, it was like, dang, I wish there was more of that. Because yeah. it was good. It was such a well-told story. I, I really enjoyed it. Like, I got done. I was like, man, I'm, I'm happy I watched this. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to lie. I watched another Hard Rock movie the same day, and yours is so much better. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate that. So with, with what you're doing, um, you know, you, yeah. if anybody knows you or knows about you, you're always on the, on the road, you're traveling, you're doing photo shoots for companies, you're doing stuff for yourself, you're doing filming, all that stuff. So you get to meet people and you get to meet what I will call athletes, you know, runners, whether, whatever yeah. they do. Yeah. Um, what, what are your, I don't know, what do you take away from that? I mean, working with these type of people, say trail runners, for example, I mean, what, uh, what, what, do we need to know about trail runners for through your eyes? Um, I don't know. They're, I mean, everybody's just a normal person, whether I'm shooting with you know, somebody that's an Olympic athlete or any of the trail runners that, you know, run around in our world. Um, yeah, everybody's just, just pretty normal people. Um, trail runners are probably a little bit more shy of the spotlight, I guess. Um, not that any, you know, road, run, road or track runners maybe that I, that I shoot really are, or egotistical or, or really like want the spotlight, but you can tell there's a little bit more, um, you know, just shy of, of any sort of publicity in the trail running world. And that's, that's, that's totally cool. That's not a bad thing. That's just kind of how it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I, they're kind of my people. That's what I like to do is run up the mountains. So I, I prefer shooting up, up on the mountainside with somebody and not having to shoot right near the parking lot. Right. Not, not being afraid to hike up to the pass to get the, the beautiful scenery for the photo. So, um, yeah. So with what's, what's next? I mean, do you have any other, is there anything you talk about you're doing next or are they secret little, you know, deals? What do you got going on? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, so I'm going to be filming at Western States and hard rock this year, both for a, a joint project about running, running the double, running the two of them. Um, so some year, doing the double this year? Uh, Jeff Browning. Oh, wow. Jeff, Jeff Browning's running both. Um, and that's a difficult thing to do. I mean, guys like Carl Meltzer end up DNF and at hard rock after doing Western States a couple of weeks earlier. And that's, and that's Carl Meltzer. Um, so it's a pretty difficult thing to do. You know, the two most difficult, most coveted American hundreds may, maybe in the world, you could debate that, um, in, in within two, three weeks, depending on the year, um, for different reasons too, you know, Western States is fast. It's really competitive. It's really hot. Um, training for that and then training for hard rock it's at altitude and really slow and usually the field's not as deep as like a western states um, that they're just totally different races and, and doing those and even just finishing them within a couple weeks of each other is pretty difficult and hasn't been done um, a whole lot of times so um, yeah we're gonna, gonna try to explore that this summer well and what you say too i mean the races themselves i've had the opportunity to go out to both they are like yeah as much as the both hundreds they're the both yeah. like you mentioned the coveted ones yeah they are so polar opposite in the vibe and feel yeah you know western is this just hyped up and i want and it's not anything negative you know like commercialized yeah. or however you want to say it but it is like 
hyped up. Yeah. It is just a great daddy big thing. Then you go to Silverton and it, as yeah. hard as that is, it is so laid back. Yeah. And so just the vibe and the feel are, to are totally different. Yeah. You know, I think I thought that they were more different in previous years, but after being at UTMB there, I think Hard Rock and Western States are closer to each other than, than Western States or anything is the UTMB. Um, so I don't think Western States is like particularly, you know, crazy, but it's certainly still very different from, from Hard Rock. Um, so yeah, they're, they're, they make a good, good contrast for storytelling. So, so is this one that you're going to be doing this summer? Are you kind of following Jeff around a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be following Jeff around for sure. Both at Western and Hard Rock, um, probably a little bit before and in between. And uh, yeah, figuring out the best way to, to tell this one. Probably talking to some other people I've done it before. You know, Nick Clark got third at both in 2011, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, talking to some other people about it. What's the what's the kind of goal for this one? And minute wise, I'm curious because that's where I'm I'm on. You know. Uh, no, I think this one's gonna this one's gonna be shorter. I don't think it'll be more than 10 minutes. Um, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see how the storyline ends up going. You kind of you kind of sketch it out, and you think you know what it's gonna be like. You think you know it's what's gonna make sense, but you don't know what's gonna happen either, right? So you have uh, you have some lines in the water that you're you're filming for storyline wise, and then uh, you you just see what ends up happening. And sometimes that dictates the length too. So we'll see. So are those kind of the, the is that kind of the big project for the for the year right now for you that's on your radar? That that's kind of the next big project. I mean, there's several different photo shoots. It, you know, it's kind of funny. Like the it's cool doing both, and I really like shooting video and and photos because you've got photo shoots kind of they come and go. They're a little bit more of a flash in the pan. You know, maybe it's a few days, even if it's a big shoot that lasts a week, you know, then there's days of editing, but then you're kind of done. Um, video projects, they take, you know, a year of planning and scripting and permitting and um, editing. And so those kind of are, yeah, the longer term projects. So the one with Western Hard Rock is next. And then there's some other things for later in this year that I'm really excited about too, but don't know a lot of details about them yet. So I can't really speak without probably saying something wrong <laughs> yeah, we do that all the time yeah <laughs> yeah so, so uh, yeah but re like really cool stuff for later in the year too that i'm really excited about so being the filmmaker you know everybody's got bucket lists from for runners or you know whatever else what's your what's your bucket list film like if you could do anything I don't you know, somebody, the, budget, the budget was there the, the time was there what's your i don't know big one is it a you utm no, I don't, I, I don't think it's race oriented at all. Um, and I don't know that it, I don't, I don't know exactly what it is, but I don't think it's, it's race oriented and I don't think it would be um, necessarily demand a particularly big budget. Um, I just like really trying to tell a story, you know, like we talked about with, you know, emotional ups and downs and laughs that take people on a little bit of a roller coaster, but, but a human story, like a story about a person with a really unique um, experience or really unique story or situation or um, something like that is, is really what I'm always looking for and wanting to tell. So it wouldn't necessarily demand a big, a big budget and I don't know what it is, but you just have to talk to people and meet people and read about things and uh, that, that'll come up. Well, I'm ready when you are. My, 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 my <laughs> slate, so we're, 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 we can do this, right? <laughs> so we're saying that. I got, I got a question for you. Yeah. You ready for this one? 
Yeah, all right, go for it. If you made if you if you made a film or documentary okay. of me, what would you call it? I mean, Trail Manners is really obvious, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know. How about like Trail Manners, warm and snuggly, something warm. like that. <laughs> trail Manners, the cuddly bear. See. Uh, I don't know. I could see that on a marquee. I could see that on a marquee. I'm like Trail Manners is the obvious one, but I don't know, Eric. We'd have to we'd have to talk about your story, man. Get deep. Oh, it's, you got, that's a long. We got a lot of time for that. That's, for sure. <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Maybe maybe yeah, it's, it really is. Yeah. So we need a shrink. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Go get me started on that, man. I don't have the money for that right now. <laughs> time for my medication anyway. So. <laughs> So what would it, what if there's a documentary on you? What would you call that? What would it be about? Oh, I don't even know. I mean, I, the thing that inspires me the most is people like what you guys are doing. People that just pursue their passions and don't care what anyone else thinks. Um, don't care what the societal pressures are. Don't care what, you know, your family thinks you should be or, or do for a living. Um, and, and people that kind of at all costs really pursue something they feel strongly about. And they just love. Um, so I can, I can get behind anything like that. And so I would, I would hope my story would include something along those lines. Um, but that's a story I like to tell about other people too, because I'm inspired by that. Well, you know, you see a lot more and I'm, you know, again, I'm going to have to go back to the trail side cause that's kind of what we do here. Yeah. Um, but as far as trail running goes, you definitely see a lot more videos and film, you know, it's yeah. photos have been there and I think still they're increasing. Yeah. There's some great photographers. Um, yeah what would you, I don't know, what would you tell people that are wanting to get into it or take it to the next level that are, that enjoy it? I mean, what kind of words of advice or wisdom would you have? Cause you know, I look at what you've done and I, I would say, I know it's young and I know you've only yeah. done a few, but you're very, you do a great job. I think you're yeah. accomplished at what you do. You've got a Thanks great that. reputation. You know, what would you, uh, what would you say to somebody that wanted to crack this nut? Um, I would say, I would say two things shoot a lot shoot as much as you can all the time and don't be afraid to to shoot terrible stuff like don't don't not shoot something because you don't think you'll do it well go shoot whether it's photos or or you're shooting a you know a film project um just shoot a ton and learn as you go um that's just for me that's just the best way to learn i can read something all day but if i'm not doing it i'm not really learning anything um and then too like on the business side if people are trying to make a career out of something like this, treat it like a business. Um, don't shoot for free. Don't like, just be, be pretty serious about it from, from the business side of things. Um, and I think if you're really passionate about it, then you, with those two things, you'll, you'll, you'll get somewhere. Nice. Yeah. So you're in, uh, you're in, where are you at now? Denver, Boulder? We are. Yeah. Just outside Boulder. So you you still run a lot, right? Because you've done some races. You're a runner. I'm, I'm trying to. I haven't. I didn't. I didn't do much the whole second half of last year, and really over the winter, I really didn't do a whole lot. Um, but I'm running the Tahoe Rim Trail, not the race, the the trail, with a buddy next month, the week before Western States. So uh, I'm training for that right now, which I'm I'm psyched about. It's gonna be cool. That's good, and it's yeah. kind of no pressure. I'm gonna get to do it that way. Yeah, it's 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 not a race. It's not like there's just this one day to do it, and um, you know, a time running in bibs or anything like that. It's me and a 
good friend and we're going to try to do it in six days, which is 30 some miles a day. Um, and just enjoy ourselves and just be out on the trail for several days in a row. Phones turned off, um, enjoying it. So I'm, I'm excited for that. So we're, we're trying here. We're trying to find a good spot so we can show kissing the rock because it's going to be one of my favorites and I can't wait because it's going to have people eventually to download, right? They can buy yeah. it or something. I'm hoping. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be on the web this fall. I don't have an exact date. We've got, a lot of shows, you know, at specialty retailers and a few other venues around the country. And um, between now and about about Hard Rock, middle of July. Uh, and then it'll be in the film festivals, um, like Trails in Motion and uh, Rain Shadow Running Film Festival. And those will be this fall. And then I'll probably go on the web um, shortly after that, I think will be, will be the timing. So, yeah, watch for it if it's not in your town. Or tell your local run specialty store to check out the website and contact me. We can set up a, set up a show. So that's what I was going to say. If someone wants yeah. to, they just go to kissingtherock.com, right? Yep. yep. That's right. Yep. And they there's can reach out to you, set yeah, up a show. Yep. There's all sorts of info on the film and the trailers there and there's photos. Um, of course the, the showing the screening schedule and uh, yeah, there's a, there's a place to reach out. So if you want to help set up a show, um, I can't do that all by myself. So I rely on people reaching out to me. Um, we'll, we'll set you up with the tools and you can make it happen. Some have been benefits, you know, there's been benefits for the, the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute was the, the screening out in Massachusetts. Um, there's been a couple that we've done for the Jill Zucker Memorial Foundation, which is the uh, scholarship fund in Silverton for the high school kids in the San Juans. Um, so we can make a benefit out of it too. I'm all for that. Um, so yeah, reach out anytime. And then the you know, I recommend everybody too. I know it's been around for a little while and I know a lot of people have seen it, but running the edge of Colorado trail, they can, they can purchase that one right now. Right. Yeah. That's on Vimeo. Um, so if you just search for running the edge on Vimeo, it'll, it'll pop up there on Vimeo on demand and you can check it out. You can see Eric, Eric's the, Eric's the comic relief. Everybody always gets cracked up at Eric's lines. So I think you've got to watch it just for that. Well, I'll tell you what, I, like I said, I never, I didn't see the movie. I mean, we shot some footage. We were at Speedgoat uh, when you were yeah. talking to me. Yeah. And I remember going to the theater that night and I was excited to see it. And Scott Jaime's son, Jackson, comes up to me and he's like, he's just laughing. He's pointing at me laughing. And he's like, oh my gosh, man, I can't believe you said that. And I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> it was, you know, it was like nine months later when the film comes out. Yeah. And I remember sitting. Denver in this movie theater with a bunch of people I don't know and some I did you know people are having beers and I'm watching and I could it was a it was a theater okay it was a big screen theater my god my head covered half the screen the first time <laughs> and it scared me I was like oh no it, it, I didn't even I didn't remember what I said but uh I enjoyed it it was it was awesome and I tell you what I, I look at it as a privilege and an honor to be part of that because it was just just an amazing film to me yeah no it was it was definitely fun but you were you were particularly good in that you've got a career outside no, of you made, outside of podcasts you made me look good let's put it that way <laughs> i don't know about that well matt i, I you know I, I again i can't i can't thank you enough for to put you know all your information you know kissingtherock.com <laughs> Uh, trappyphoto.com on our website. We're going to encourage everybody to reach out to Matt. You know, and I feel pretty fortunate um, that I got to know you. 
uh, when we ran a little bit in Silverton and, and met sometimes before and after. Um, yeah. So I, I, I feel fortunate to be able to call you my friend. Um, but I think you do an amazing job. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I know the trail running community is lucky to have your, you know, your skill set. Um, so you can relay those messages for the people that can't get down and, and see these things or maybe inquisitive a little bit more. Yeah. So um, yeah. I appreciate you joining. I can't yeah. wait to go offline, talk to you about the new uh, Trail Manners film that's going to be coming out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got to work on that name, though. We got we to work on the name. We'll figure something for yeah. sure. If we, have a, <laughs> if we have a couple more of these nitros, I'm sure we could come up with something tonight. So. Yeah, right. Something inappropriate. Hey, there's nothing wrong there's with nothing that. Wrong that. <laughs> Maybe that would be appropriately inappropriate. I mean, have you have you shot a film that has not been everybody could see? I could be that next level for you. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I can really branch out of the, the tame trail running world. <laughs> I, I would need some body doubles at times, but we can figure that out later. At times. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Hey, thanks, Matt. We appreciate it. Uh, you're going to be in Hard Rock. I'm hoping to make it down, so hopefully I can uh, at least see it down there this July. Uh, good luck yeah. with everything you're doing. Tell your family hello. Will do. Uh, and thanks again. Yeah, will do. Thanks, guys. Take care. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners Podcast. We'd like to thank Matt Trappy for joining us. And you can check out more of Matt's work over his website at trappyphoto.com. That's www.trappephoto.com. Or check out more of Kissing the Rock. And when it's coming to your town, how to bring it to you at kissingtherock.com. Uh, check out the hashtags, hashtag Kissing the Rock, hashtag Hard Rock Film for more information. Uh, see what people are saying about it. Again, thanks, Matt, for joining us. We'd like to encourage everybody also to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners or swing by the website at trailmanners.com. Thanks for your patience as we work out this Google Hangouts and the sound. We'll uh, dial in a pretty solid mic here pretty quick. Uh, but make sure you stop by our store page. Check us out. Check out our gear, visors, hats, shirts, stickers, you name it. Uh, and then also let us know what you want to hear, who you want to see, and if you want to be on the show. So until next time, this is Eric Manning with Joel Hatch reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it. <laughs>